Hey there, before we get started with the podcast today, I just have a quick announcement that I wanted to share with you. So what if I told you that hard times don't have to send you into a pit of despair? I know, life is full of ups and downs and a lot of times it's more downs than up and it can really send your emotions and your thoughts into a tailspin. But you don't have to live that way, right? You don't have to be controlled by your emotions. You don't have to be a slave to your thoughts. There is a better way and that better way is learning to control all of that so that you can have peace of mind no matter what life is throwing at you. So if that sounds like something you definitely want, I wanna invite you to join me for the Peace-Filled Mind Workshop. It's gonna be live on March 18th to the 22nd. And inside this workshop, I am teaching my entire um, Peace-Filled Mind coaching framework. And you're gonna learn why the story that you tell yourself matters, right? We're gonna look at your thoughts and your emotions. I'm gonna walk you through how to use my coaching tool, the Peace-Filled Mind Map, because this is what's really gonna help you uh, manage your thoughts and create new beliefs and show you how to choose your emotions instead of being controlled by them. And then we're also gonna talk about how you can renew your mind with scripture. So if all of this sounds great, I want to invite you to come and join us in the workshop. Go to latoyaedwards.net slash workshop and join us. Let's turn our hearts and minds to understanding what it means to know that Jesus is light. In John, which is my favorite gospel, by the way, there are so many amazing accounts of Jesus and his interactions with women from all all kinds of backgrounds in this gospel that it is like my favorite place to hang out. And this one is actually no exception. And I'm going to tell you why. In John chapter eight, verse 12, we read this. Then Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And then we also see in Matthew where we're called to be lights of the world. You are the light of the world, you know, we're told. And I began to think about this and I thought, Okay, what is this talking about? Well, for one, as Christians, we need to operate under the understanding that there is a kingdom of light and that there is a kingdom of darkness. God is, you know, over the kingdom of light. And then we have Satan that is like running amok with his kingdom of darkness. And these two kingdoms are an opposition to one another. There is a spiritual battle going on between the dark and the light. Now we know because we've read the book, I hope, you know, you've read the end of the Bible. We know that in the end, the kingdom of light will win, right? God will be victorious. And this is something that is so wonderful to know, um, especially in your darkest moments in those hard, hard seasons, because when everything around you looks awful, when there's, it seems like there's no hope, understanding this promise of victory to come, right? It's comforting. It's reassuring. Now, I love the placement of this verse in John chapter eight, because we see Jesus is just pouring out, you know, this knowledge and love and information. But like the section right before he starts talking about how he is the light of the world, right? He is going to show the way he is the way he's going to give direction and give hope and all of these good things. We get the story of the adulterous woman where these men have brought her out to Jesus. You know, we caught her. What are you going to do about it? And we see this beautiful exchange where Jesus, you know, is like, okay, so whoever has never made a mistake in their life, like, come on, stoner. And they all walk away. 
And so what this says to me is that part of Jesus being a light of the world is not only to like spread the truth of the gospel, but it's to let us know the truth about ourselves, right? In this moment, you know, this woman had broken the law. She was caught, right? In the act, she was caught and she was guilty. She was sinful. Um, But God looked, Jesus looks at her and he shines his light on her and, and speaks to her with love and compassion and grace and hope. And this is what he's saying to us as well. He's like, listen, I am the light. Follow me. And then you can have the same light that I have, right? We can then take the light that Jesus shows to us and we can be that to other people. We can offer them hope. We can give them the gospel. We can show them kindness and love and mercy. We can, you know, share our stories of forgiveness and redemption with others, which is all part of being a light of the world. And we can only do that because God is light first. And we are just emulating, you know, what we're seeing our father doing. And so I want to just challenge you to think, how are you being a light? If we know that there is a kingdom of light and a kingdom of darkness and God is light and he is calling us to be that same light to the world, how are you walking out that calling? How are you living that command right now, even in your hard season? Thank you.